0: Thank you for joining us for this Vive Church podcast. We have something special coming up this summer that we want to invite you to. Our very first Vive Conference, There is a Hope on August 25th and 26th in San Francisco. For more information on how to register, visit viveconference.com. Now we know this podcast is going to speak directly to you, so we hope you enjoy it.
1: I got to tell you, I'm ready for the Word of God and we've got something special in store for you today. Uh, I, I I wanted to speak into parenting. And so we decided to put something fun together. So if you're ready to hear the Word of God, if you feel like it's time, you feel right, you feel like the atmosphere is right, why don't you find 15 people around you and just shake them. Shake them like a Polaroid picture. Go, come on, shake them. Shake them. 15 people, San Francisco, San Jose. Come on, welcome them to church. Tell them to get... You may need to get out of your seat. Find your 15. Don't cut it short at five. Come on, go all the way to 15. The blessing is all the way. Keep going, keep going. 15 people, 15 people, 15 people. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get them, let's get them. Shake them, shake them. Show them some love. Show them some love. Amen, amen, 15 people. My goodness. Thank you, worship team. Incredible job, incredible job. Hey, I want to invite up my family real quick. Let's welcome my family to the stage. They're going to come up and uh, they're going to help me preach today. You guys are in for a real treat because having my family here is, is uh, special to share the stage. And we've been in a relationship series. How many people were here last Sunday? Got nice and awkward in here. Amen. We went back to high school for a little moment last Sunday, but we still learned the truth of God's Word, and it was a whole lot of fun. And and I knew that when we began this series, uh, Fresh Eyes, we wanted to take a brand new look or a fresh perspective on all areas of relationship, not just romantic relationships, but also parenting relationships. Do Do I have any parents here? Can I go ahead and just identify all the parents in here? It's a weary wave, that one. That was like a little fatigue in that wave. Like, I get you, I know, I know. We're going to recharge your batteries today, amen? How many non-parents do we have? All right, come on, come on, I like it. Any prospective parents, any, any want-to-be parents, you, you like, you're ready to take on that challenge? Oh, a few brave souls. A few brave souls. I like it, I like it. Well, don't let us scare you today. Parenting certainly is a blessing. I get people ask me all the time, how come you make parenting sound so hard? I'm just telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. But know this, in all my complaining, the fact that I complain about putting kids to bed and the fact that I complain about how much it costs to have kids means that I'm spending time with my kids and spending money on my kids, okay? So go ahead and shut up, okay? So... No, no, I want to do something different, knowing that we wanted to speak into the era of parenting, and I didn't want to just, just kind of give you our experience and our wisdom. I wanted to give you the fresh perspective coming from my kids. Yeah. And so they're going to help us preach today, and, and uh, I kind of want to sit in that gap, but I'll sit in my chair, because I'm my family beautiful, can we just, like, just appreciate the fact that my dad never thought I'd have good-looking kids, but thanks to my wife. We did it. So, hey, let's get into the Word of God. Why don't you open your Bibles to Genesis real quick. Open up to Genesis. We are going to preach from the Bible, amen, not just have fun, although we do intend on having fun. And, and i got to let you know, I have given my kids permission to say whatever they want today, okay? There is no filter uh, or discipline later. They have got a free pass today, okay? So, so yeah, we're really risking ourselves <laughs> for your benefit, okay? But we're going to be doing week two of our relationship series today, and, uh, and we had so much fun in our first installment, we wanted to keep the fun going, but hopefully learn also from God's Word. And, and, and maybe I could just introduce them real quick to you, just before we get going, just to get their involvement. Uh, why don't we start with you, Dee? Oh, hi, na-
2: hi, my name is Medea, yes. I am 13, and I'm going to eighth grade.
1: Yes, you are, and a beautiful 13-year-old you are too, honey.
2: Zaz. Oh. Um,
3: my name is Zara. Uh-huh. I am 10 years old. I'm going into fifth grade. And I want to give a shout out to.
1: Oh, you, all your fans out there, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay.
3: And to um, Lennox, and Kim, Uncle Vance, yep. Bella Eden, oh my gosh. Anike, Uncle Huey, and. Um, this, is this
1: is your squad. Come on, let's get off a San Francisco campus. Zal.
3: My name is Zali. I am ten. I'm in fifth grade, and I want to give a shout out.
1: You want to give a shout out too, of course. To Go ahead. my
3: aunt Kali, oh. being the best and being so awesome uh-huh. and being the best worship leader on planet Earth.
1: On planet Earth. It's
3: a
0: big, it's a big title there.
1: I like that. Hey, honey, say hello.
0: Hello, Vibe Church. I love you. Thank you for loving us in advance post this um, yes. message today. Have your grace.
1: Have It'll your be grace. Fun. It's going to yes. be great. It's a little scary, actually.
0: Mm, well, this yeah. is, it's the proof in the pudding. It's right. Like, I Are feel like actually? my whole life is on display.
1: <laughs> hey, we're calling this talk A Fresh Perspective. On parenting. If you want to take notes, you can write that at the top of fresh perspective on parenting. But I want to go to Genesis and and last week we kind of looked at Abraham. We looked at the story of Abraham, how Abraham found a wife for his son. I don't know what your dad bought you in life. Maybe he bought you your first car, maybe he paid for your, your college degree, but I'm sure he didn't find you a wife. So Abraham seems to me to be quite a good parent. And maybe there's a fresh approach to parenting that we could learn from Abraham. So let's go together to Genesis chapter 22. My daughters have got their Bibles out on stage and ready to, to, to read along with us. And it says this in verse 1. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. Now, this is already sounding good to some parents right now. Sacrifice? Sure. Just get me at the right moment. Get me in the right Monday afternoon. Get me. I'm done. Sacrifice. Yes, Lord. I heed your word. That's how parents think. I'm sorry. That's how they think. Not me. Not me. Them. Okay. Verse 3. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey. He was excited about this. He got up early. Anyway, the next day, he saddled his donkey, took two of his servants along with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire, for a burnt offering, and set out for the journey, sorry, set out for the place that God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little farther. We will worship there, and then we'll come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. I like that ratio right there. Kids do dishes in home, at home. Amen? Yes. Amen? Amen? Come on. They've got to earn their keep somehow. Amen? Help me out, parents. This is the moment for us to be aligned. We don't have a dishwasher. i got three kids. Amen? So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the knife and the fire. As the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned around to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. We got the wood. We got the fire. Where's the sheep? Things aren't adding up for Isaac. Verse 8, God will provide the sheep for the burnt offering. My son, Abraham answered, and they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told them to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way. For, For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, Your only son. Then Abraham looked up, saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Now, I don't know what this did for their father son relationship, but it's really gonna help us. Because here in scripture, we see, in fact, up until this point, Isaac is displayed as God's promise to Abraham. At a 100 years old, that's how old Abraham was when, when Isaac was born to Abraham. This is not like the, the son of his youth. This wasn't just like a cheap promise. This was a, a well-prayed out promise. This was a, a promise labored and believed for. Against all odds, God provided. And now what we see is, is we see that, that God is calling Abraham to put that promise on the altar. To, to, to bring back to God and give Get back to God the very promise that he bestowed upon him. And God will do that in your life. Beware the very thing that God calls you to, he will call you to sacrifice on the altar. He will call you to give it back to God. Man, there is so much, D, I could preach about this. Man, I could just go to town right now, but I got to stick to parenting because that's what we're here to talk about. But, but 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 i got to just let you know that the very thing that you hold precious in your life may not just be there for the purposes that you thought, but God may use that thing to show how truly do you trust Him and how obedient will you be throughout life. Just saying, just saying. But essentially what we have here is, is God testing Abraham's faith. Not only testing Abraham's faith, but... But we get an incredible approach to parenting that, that maybe we could apply as well. You see that in parenting, what, what God will do is he will use the platform of parenting in our life to, to teach us how to lead, to teach us how to love. But ultimately, he will use parenting as a medium to teach us how to be guided by God with every step. Did you know that? You thought all this time that God just wanted to punish you with kids. No, he did not. It wasn't there to humble you, although they will. It was there to, to create a platform. I often tell people this, that when we do wedding ceremonies, I don't know if you want me to marry you. I don't know if you want me to perform the marriage ceremony for you because I always do a message where I begin to talk about the whole purpose for marriage isn't happiness. No. Because they're so happy. You know, they're standing at the altar. Nothing could ever go wrong. You know what I mean? And I just want to pop that bubble because, because the purpose of marriage isn't, isn't happiness. The purpose of marriage is to teach you sacrifice. It's to teach you selflessness and ultimately the power that comes with partnership. Yeah. So don't think that the, the purpose of, uh, of parenting is just to fulfill your life. No, it's to provide struggle. It's, it's to provide a platform where you have to be guided by God every single step. I want some help from the parents in here. I need an amen. All the non-parents. Going to help me out today, amen. And so we're going to have a little discussion. I thought this might be fun. If we have a little parenting discussion, right, Zal, and maybe we could, maybe we could frame our time together today uh, and, and kind of be a little elementary about it, have a discussion, and I've given them license just to kind of talk openly about our mistakes as parents or, or just mom's mistakes as parents. That's good too. Okay, go ahead. Go on ahead. Talk about it. Okay. and And... And maybe we could frame it by talking about the A to Z of parenting. That's going to keep us on track. How many people would like to know the alphabet of parenting, the A to Z of family? Amen. Let's, let's do that. And let's start with A, okay? And I've got three words for the A of, of family. We've got acceptance, we've got attention, and we've got approval. Three essential... Are you writing this down? Come on, San Francisco. You may not be parents yet, but it's coming, okay? Like D-Day. It is coming, and and the best time to study for an exam is before the exam. Amen? All right. Acceptance, approval, and attention. D do does that ring true in our family? Do you feel you you feel accepted? Yeah. Which one do you like the most out of those three? I
2: like accepted the most because I feel like it's really important to be accepted at home, if anywhere, because you could have attention somewhere else. Right. But I feel like it's always special to know that you're accepted at home no matter what. And right. that your family is right. always going to be there for you and is wow. always going to love you. Oh,
1: preach girl. Because kids are weird, right? Yeah, I'm weird. You're weird? All right. You're unique. Amen. And we, we, we love that. What about you, Zara?
3: I like attention.
1: You do like attention. You've got all our attention. Look at this. <laughs> Feed your soul right now.
3: Because I like um, when you guys like love me, Like you guys hug me, you uh-huh. kiss me, um, you buy me things. Oh, there we go. There it
1: is. I thought you were leading me somewhere. <laughs> um,
3: yep. like When you go away on trips and stuff, uh-huh. you always like, come back with a gift. That's the only way I'm happy. Right. Going.
1: That's true. You like that too, Zali, don't you? Yeah. Tell us. I
3: mean, I'll only, I'll only let you... I have the same thing as our yep. But I'll only let you go if you bring me a present back.
1: If I bring you a present. little tip for all traveling parents, good gifts. Amen. Yes. Give good gifts on return. Amen. And we
3: usually just suggest a couple things before...
1: You, you suggest. That's right. They give a list. Be sure of that. I do not have sons. I have girls. Okay, so... Be sure they know how to make a list of things they like. Hey, B, write down B. B is for boundaries and bonding. Boundaries and bonding. Sometimes we have this out of balance. We want to set boundaries, but without the bonding. And bonding is actually the building blocks for boundaries in life. As parenting, we we, we can't forsake the the bonding seasons and the bonding times, being bonding in a family. And these two need to go together. They need to have a a cohesive nature. If you want to have boundaries, and let's be real, boundaries is just a nice word for discipline. Okay? In fact, honey, why don't you talk about discipline for for a moment?
0: You take the easy ones. Thanks, babe. Um, Do you know, I think just the world has framed discipline in such a a poor light and a bad perspective. Um, And, you know, discipline is actually just protecting your children. It's loving your children enough to speak the truth in love. I like that. And I I think boundaries make children feel safe. You know, yes. I know that there have been times where I didn't have boundaries for things and then times when people coming into the church, where people place boundaries on things for me and I found this sense of security and freedom within the boundaries. And it was so life-giving because God's given us so many promises to live by as well and promises to live in and, and we won't obtain those without a bit of discipline. Oh. And so I hinder my children if I don't discipline them because when they come to the Word of God, they can't receive the Word of God which has discipline in it. And so my motivation as a mother is to discipline my children so they'll know the sound of truth, so that they'll know what the voice of truth looks like, and so that they'll feel the safety and parameters of the promises of God for their life. So, so discipline for me, the motivation isn't, you know, I, I think often yelling at your kids is discipline or smacking them is discipline. Actually, some of that falls into the abuse category when it's done in the wrong way. I'm a big promoter of a good smack.
1: It's fun. Yep. Are
0: you, are you physically, are you like um, emotionally traumatised from the smacks I've given you? No, because you did it in love. I would if, you, if I thought that you didn't.
2: But did, did you did I it in explain
0: love. what I was doing? Yes. Yeah. Before yeah. Um <laughs> Talk it. Before every time you did it, you used to say, I'm doing it because I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did it cause me pain? Could you see the pain in my eyes? No. no? Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> May have been a little hint of joy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs>
1: What was your worst discipline? What, what, do you remember a time was yeah, the worst? Yeah.
3: My yeah. worst discipline?
1: Yes. Sorry. Oh, they're all volunteering now.
3: <laughs>
1: all right, tell us, Zali. My
3: worst discipline? Yep. Taking my electronic away?
1: Taking your device playing, away?
3: Playing on my device is my daily routine.
1: Playing it's my on my device? daily routine. Is your, so that was worse than the time I made you eat soap? Yeah.
3: Because I, I kind of liked it. You kind of so. liked
1: it. <laughs> It, flea, it was strawberry flavor.
3: It was like, you know? it
1: was like, it was like sweet. It was, it I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was bad for me. You didn't know it was I, bad for me? I you. thought it
3: like, cleaned my insides. Yeah.
1: It was clean, clean your, your insides. insides. <laughs> I was trying to clean your soul. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> you know what's interesting? That 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 the the uh, taking the, the device away works way better now than the season of smacks. And, and there was a season where we smacked our girls because, because there is an age development. And, and I'm, I know I can't really give clear advice on how to parent your kids because they're a product of you, okay? So I don't know what every kid's different. In fact, every girl on this chair is different from the other. Yeah. And so they respond differently to, to different punishment and different discipline. But, but we would always implement a general guideline, and you can take this or leave this, whether this is popular in the state of California or not. I don't care. I'm gonna preach the word of God. Spare the rod, spoil the child, that's in the Bible. And so and, and so and so uh, you know, I know that zero to eight, we always went with the guideline of physical. Because when a when a child who doesn't understand the word no, if they touch something hot, they know, oh that hurt, don't touch that. But, but but there is a point when, when physical doesn't work because they get really defiant. How many parents know what I'm talking about? They'll stare you down and they will not crack a tear because they're defiant. Well, that's the moment it goes from physical to consequential. So you take the iPad away. Then the tears will start flowing. Amen. Right, Zali? Amen. And then that's generally eight to 18. 18 plus has to be relational. It has to come from a point of relationship. And so those general guidelines, I hope you're taking notes, they're really helpful in our life, um, and, and they're not fixed and, and fast, but they are definitely good guidelines. I got that from a mentor in my life, Pastor Mark Kelsey, and his kids are doing really good, so, yeah. so that's definitely helped us out. Amen. That's what we often do, too. We look to parents that are doing it well, and we say, give us some cheat codes. That's what I want. Give us the parenting hack, right. and uh, that right. hack definitely helped us. Dear.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say that um, like some of the boundaries that you guys have with disciplining us yeah. is like you don't take away like me going to youth on Wednesday nights. Like you don't right. take that away, and like you don't take away me like going to like the hub and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so I'm always allowed to do that, but you might take me take away from going to my friend's birthday party or something right. like that.
1: Right, that would be a bad parenting move to say, "All right, you've misbehaved. You're not going to the house of God." No, because the youth pastors might straighten them out better than you can sometimes. Amen. Amen. Work with your youth pastors, parents. Amen. That's a good word, D. That's good preaching. Hey, you ready for C? C is consistency being consistent at all times, being consistent together. This is hard, man, because these kids can be tricky. They can be tricky. Uh, but being consistent, I mean, being both parents having a consistency, because I, I learned this. I realized this. It took me a little while to realize this, but they will play us off each other. Yes, they they'll come and they'll say, hey, Dad, can I do this? And, and I, I'll be honest. I'm going to be straight up. I'll sell myself out right here. I'm not as good a parent as Kira. And so because I'm preoccupied, I'll say, sure. She agrees. Don't worry. She already We've already established this, okay? I'll default to her parenting. But but. But then I get in trouble because I said yes to something that she said no to. And uh, you guys are clever sometimes, aren't you? Yeah, we
2: just pick who we ask first. You
1: pick who you ask first. Clever girls. Let's go to D. Oh, you want to say something, Sarah? No? Okay. D is for dinner. Write this down. I'm I'm going to give you all the way to Z, all right? I'm going to give you 26 of these. So you want to make sure you write these down. These are going to be little pearls of wisdom that we've learned over all our mistakes of parenting. But D is for dinner. And you cannot substitute any time but dinner time around the table we're talking about. So, so how, many, how many nights a week do we do dinner? Like, like five or six. Five to six. All right. What? Like In the microphone, honey.
3: Five to six because like it, most of the nights you're not with us is about Thursday nights, date night. Thursday night, date you, night. And that's about it.
1: Oh yeah. Or
2: I'm not there on Wednesday nights. Yeah, youth. she has. You got youth.
1: youth on Wednesday nights, okay. But every other night. How many how many people still do dinner at the dinner table? Well, not that many, okay. All right. Honey, why why should they do dinner table time?
0: Ooh, dinner is you find out about the day you find you get an insight into their world it's a moment where you learn and you teach so much at the dinner table yes. you teach manners for life you teach how to you know go for the food not all at the same time how to share you know like those there's so many critical life totally. pivotal moments lessons that you learn at the dinner table how to respect each other how to take turns talking not everybody talks at once you know, all of those things.
1: You don't learn that in the cafe.
0: Nope.
1: Or at the restaurant. You learn that at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk to parents who just don't go to restaurants because they can't trust their kids. Well, you've got to teach your kids to sit up straight at the dinner table and to don't get off your chair, get back up your chair in a place where you can be a little bit unhinged and not have to put a smile on your face and pretend like everything's okay. Yeah. Because everybody's watching you and going to report you to child services. At home, you get to do it. Amen? That's Amen. right. E is for encouragement. Encouragement, this is fuel for your kids. Your your home needs to be encouraging. You need to have encouragement in the home. Do you girls feel encouraged? Yes. I feel encouraged. How good. do you feel encouraged oh, the most? And I
3: see yeah, from, from, from this one time, <clears throat> yeah. Tell there was one... There was yeah.
1: this... These are twins, by the way. This is what they do. <laughs> yep.
3: There was this one time before uh-huh. we did the... Um,
1: Audition? Oh yeah, you auditioned, right, for the kids' worship team?
3: You You stole it. You said it last time. I know. (laughs) So when we're about to, you could both just say
1: it in unison like twins. That would be amazing.
3: No. no. Yep. So (laughs) before we were auditioning, my mom and dad prayed for me. Yep. And we did. We
1: you felt encouraged? Yeah. Yeah. Can I say it? Please.
3: Um. I can say everyone's it...
1: Got, you got everyone's attention. I can
3: say it more detailed. Okay. <laughs> so, before we were trying out for the worship team, I was very nervous. Uh-huh. And, like, I was starting to forget all the words. But then my mom and dad prayed for me.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And it gave me a lot of encouragement and self-esteem. And it really spoke to me. Right. And then, bam, I got in. Bam, you got in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bam, rest is history. <laughs> I like that. You know you gotta you gotta you gotta take opportunities to, to encourage your kids, you know what I mean? And and, and to, to watch your kids go through challenges in life. Don't 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 stop them from going through hardship, but be with them in the hardships and and use those Rich. hardships to encourage That's and beautiful. oppositions and create mantras. You gotta create mantras oh, in your yeah. home. Every time I have an opportunity to take our girls to school, I I always ask them what Smolcombe girls are. What are Smolcombe girls? Confident, caring, caring, loving and kind. I'm brainwashing our kids, okay? I'm brainwashing them because the world will brainwash them as well tell them what they're not and, and try and tell them who they should be like, but I want to tell them who they already are in Jesus. So you got to have some mantras that you drum into their brains that when life wants to question that, it's like inbuilt in as the, like as the kind of the substructure of their mind. They know they're confident, they're caring, they're loving, and they're kind. Amen? So take a note, you, you're allowed to brainwash, amen? Because the, the world wants to wash their brains with all kinds of junk, but you're the parent, Amen?
0: A better, a better word for that is prophesy, prophesying over them. You're or speaking that over them. But like you are, you're getting, you're getting the word on the inside of them. In we are.
1: Spirit. Amen. F, F, F is friends. Friends. Man, friends can totally hijack your kid's life. The wrong friends. So when it comes to friends, I say choose them.
2: You lead your friends, your friends don't lead you. Come
1: on. Say that again. They weren't ready for that.
2: You lead your friends, your friends don't lead you. Who
1: said that? Who told you that? You. You lead your friends, because we pick your friends. Mm-hmm. No. Well, we pick
3: our friends. We come home from, like, like school, school. or something like that. Tell them. And, tell like, the truth. We meet a new friend, you're like, I'm talking, please. Um, yep. And we tell you... That we meet a new friend and you ask us like who are they and like what's their personality? And,
1: and if they're a boy, what's their social security number? What's I their address? Know. How big's their dad? Amen. <laughs> Some dad's <sighs> he helping me. What is your problem? Like are you just don't trust your daughters to any old loser? Come
3: on. And like if they're gonna be a good role model and we can be a good role model to them oh. and show them the right way instead of and yeah.
1: How many parents, uh, how many people in here had parents that that said, hey, if your, cliffs, if, your, if your friends told you to jump off a cliff or off a bridge, you'd go ahead and do it? Anybody get that one?
2: Just, do it. just get friends that don't jump off cliffs. See? See? I mean, if you have friends that do jump off a cliff, they can go jump off a cliff. I'm not I'll jumping off a cliff. I would just watch. You just watch. Like persuade them not to but right. i'm not jumping off a cliff with them
1: all right all right let's move on i gotta motor g is for generosity generosity has to be modeled i'm trying to give you some, some some content in here too just some one-liners that are going to help you and navigate generosity doesn't just mean money uh, you know, there, there are different opportunities. We get to model generosity. We get to talk about our tithe. We get to have them involved in, in knowing how much we give to the church when it comes to vision, builders, and different opportunities to give above and beyond our tithe. We, we let the kids know what we're praying and believing for. Let them know the sacrifice that it takes to build the house of God. We, we, we talk about that. We'll, we'll give money away, but also we're generous with our time as well. We're generous with our words of encouragement. H H is for holiday. Holidays. You love holidays, don't you, My favourite? Yeah. Come on, Zal. Tell us. Well, What's your favourite holiday?
3: Christmas.
1: You love Christmas?
3: Wait, Why? I have five reasons.
1: Five reasons. All right.
3: One, because you get a lot of presents. Okay. Two, because it's snowy.
1: Oh, yeah? Go to town. Three, home. because
3: then you can play in it. You can
1: play in it, yep.
3: Four, because you get to spend time with your family. Uh-huh. And five is because you get to spend it with everybody.
1: You get oh I like that. it tough.
3: be like um I have one. Yeah. Well, I count it as a holiday, even though I don't know if it is. Right.
2: It's my birthday.
1: Your birthday! <laughs> Should be a holiday.
2: I know why you like it, because it's all about you. Yep. I
3: have a couple reasons. It's all about me. Yep. And Zolly. Yep. <laughs> And I get presents. Yes. Um, it's in the summer. No school.
1: Oh, my gosh.
3: Um,
2: yeah, and I just get lots of gifts.
1: This is a solid holiday right there. That's D.
2: I like Christmas because it starts in September at our house.
1: Right. Tell them about that.
2: Because we put our Christmas carols on in September, and we get all the decorations out in September.
1: Why is that? Who's the advocate for that? Mom. Mom. Man.
2: But, but hey. because this is...
1: Can I just talk about my wife, how amazing she is? Because she has used holidays to develop traditions in our family. And memories. And memories, memories. And create memories. And, and, and this is actually the anchor points to your life as parenting. To be able to establish and maximize these holidays as memory moments and to establish what family looks like. And you've got to grab a hold of those opportunities and you've got to ride them for everything they're worth. And so that's why we start Christmas Carols in September, because she's going to juice that for everything, aren't you, honey?
0: I absolutely am. It's a great holiday and I'm unashamed of it. And I know there's other people out there just like me. And it's your birthday. (laughs) Right. I is
1: for inspiration <laughs> write that down inspiration you've got to dare to dream and you've got to lift the lid off limitations on your family amen so you are meant to inspire speak bigness over your family I've got J is for jokes have humour in the household amen be funny don't, don't be afraid to be goofy be, be that goofy person at home make sure you make it fun and goofy dad uh, jokes
0: for days dad okay. jokes
1: oh my gosh just yeah. embrace them dads it's your licence do you love my jokes
0: Yes, well, you, um,
3: feel like yeah. the funny... I, st- I, like, sometimes I count, and right. sometimes I count how much joke you do every day, and...
1: <laughs> how do you keep count?
3: Because So many. Do, yeah, I don't think I really count as the, all of them, but right. you do at least, like, seven or eight every
1: single day. Seven or eight a day. There's a good quota.
2: It's like
1: a tradition. Like a tradition, family tradition. What about you, dude? Do you think I'm funny? I was just
2: going to say that
1: they're really cheesy. They are cheesy. (laughs) Really? Amen. Amen. And I'm proud of it. K is for kisses and hugs. The language of home. Should be filled with affection. Should be filled with kisses and hugs. Especially, can I talk to dads of daughters for a minute? Make sure you're the one kissing your daughters, okay? So they don't need to get it from anybody. Yes, Amen. I'm just going. I can't stay. I can't stay seated. I gotta preach. I gotta pace this place, man. If you're not kissing your daughters and you're not hugging them in public, in fact, the minute that they get to teenage stage, okay, you gotta hold your daughter. You gotta. You gotta hold her and come up here, babe. Come on, just do a little thing with me for a minute, okay? Because I gotta teach. This is my 13-year-old daughter. And she's looking fully grown almost, okay? So in public, people frown at us, don't they? When we go on daddy-daughter dates, they kind of scowl. They look at me like, you dirty old man. (laughs) Little cradle snatcher. But I don't care. I hold her all tighter, don't we? And we hold each other in public and love on her. And she is not ashamed of it, are you? And that's not going to change ever, even when you're 30, amen? Amen. But come on, you've got to be affectionate in the household. Amen. Amen. Is this helping anybody? Even non-parents? Take notes, okay? Take notes. This will come in, in helpful someday. L is for love, the unconditional kind. Honey, talk about it. No matter what kids go through, we've always said we want them to be able to talk to us about anything, right?
0: Absolutely. Who's perfect in our family?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Nobody, I was okay. gonna say nobody. Yeah. Okay. Wait, actually no, one, in- one person is. Who? Jesus. Jesus, that's right. He's the perfection in our family. Zara's so- a close second. <laughs> that's right. Wait, so we- that makes I'm too because I'm a twin. That's right. That's right. It's <laughs> logical. We're both pretty awesome. But we give a lot of grace in our family, don't we? Because it's not long before we need some grace in return. Right. Because all of us make mistakes in our family and we are not perfect. We've even had to correct each other between services today. So, you know, it's like that's the normality of family life. And um, I think when you know you're loved unconditionally, you can grow together and you can have grace for the challenges in each other and you can perfect each other. It's, you know, we're not, we haven't reached perfection yet. Yet, but we're going to aim for that together Amen. and call each other higher. So, yeah.
1: We've also it. got a saying, right, Zal? I'm your dad. You can tell me anything. Good or bad. Good or bad. You've got to make them rhyme.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to Doesn't channel your inner chance well,
1: the rapper, you know, yeah, we'll got sit, to
2: rap We'll be singing in the car yep. and, like, some tune comes on and then dad just breaks out rapping. A
1: freestyle. I can't help it. It's in my DNA. <laughs> A to Z or family. You know, it just comes, you know. I can't help it. I can't help it. But, but I want them to know that no matter what stage of life they're in, I'm a dad. And anything good or bad, you can tell me. I, I'm not going to judge you. There, there will be discipline, but, 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 but I'm going to love you through it. Yeah. Amen. And, and that's where love needs to come into it. Emma's for music. Yeah. You got to dance together. Yeah. You got to dance together. And, and my girls know mom's favorite music.
3: Michael Boobin oh, and, and, and um, and 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 let me see, let 80s me see and the... 90s music. Wait, no, and and yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake. And Justin,
1: oh wow! I,
0: I almost forgot his name, so I'm like, no, just. just
1: she let me likes the it. boy bands, but she,
0: <laughs> she. Well, if Kelly Slater sang, you oh. know, I might. I might listen to his music too.
1: I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> and and Shawn Mendes, oh, my dear, I love Shawn Mendes. But we dance and we've been dancing 24 7. 24 7, Bruno? No. No. Oh, we dance 24 7.
3: No, Medea yeah. listens too. Oh, she listens 24 7. And every okay. time there's like a message that comes up in front, of me, she's like, oh my gosh, I need to subscribe.
1: Sean <laughs> Mendez. She loves a Sean Mendez.
3: Oh, I do. Yeah, you what? do. Still? I've seen it. <laughs> All right. you: do.
1: We're going to run out of time. The keys are up. So, N, N it means never embarrass your kids in public. Unless it's on purpose. <laughs> Meaning protect your kids from shame. Okay? They need to feel safe with you. Don't mean you're not going to embarrass them sometimes. My favorite thing is, medee's in middle school now, so when she's walking across the courtyard at school, uh, what do I do, girls? I yell out the window.
3: Love you, I I love, you. love you,
1: And then she goes. She hides, ducks and weaves. But she knows I love her, amen. And that's worthy of embarrassment if you're going to love them, Amen. O is for opportunities. you got to take them and make them any way you can. Take every opportunity. Spice it up a little bit. Change things up. Just make opportunities to, to, to instill love into your family. P is for Pluto. Well, if men are from Mars and women are from Venus, then kids are certainly from Pluto. Amen? And you need to learn the language of Plutonese. You need to know how to talk kids' language because they talk all kinds of stuff these days. And ignorance won't work. Ignorance can't be an excuse. So be invested in their conversations. Know who they're following on social media. Amen. Know what channels they're listening to and watching on YouTube. Make sure that you're invested in your kids. Do some research. This is the biggest test of your life. So make sure you study. Oh man, that was worth a clap. That was a good point. It's
0: good. Great, babe.
1: Q is for quality time. He who spends the most time wins. Straight up. Quantity and quality. I want to say that. If you can spend quantity, don't substitute quantity for quality though. Yeah. Meaning don't just spend time at home on your device. Switch off. And I know that's not popular in the Bay Area. But you've got to switch off and you've got to engage in family. Be present in the moment. Amen. We've got some rules where we keep each other accountable for this. This is, this is one of the things being consistent. That we make allowance for each other, but we also keep each other accountable. R is for respond over react. That's not always easy because you want to react, bless you. But you want to respond, process those thoughts. Make sure you're responding in line with what you feel God would want you to do, amen? T is for tough and tender. Who's the toughest discipliner in our house?
0: Mom.
1: No hesitation there, Wow.
0: No surprise
1: either. Why is
2: she tougher? She actually disciplines us. Like she'll sit us down and tell you what we did wrong and then she'll give us the discipline and then she'll tell us she loves us even though she's disciplining us and then she'll like go over why and then she'll make us apologize to each other and you just turn up the music and walk away. (laughs) Hey! Or or you just go and tell mom that she needs to come down here and discipline us.
1: She has a female connection. No, 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 no. It is they're, pretty annoying. There, there are some coping mechanisms, parents. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes they dial out. And I'm the only guy in this family. All right. Stop hey. judging me.
2: Buddy is a guy too. He's a dog. I, I Buddy regret is asking guy. that question. I mean,
1: you, you can be a different parent than what was modelled to you. You have permission to change up your parenting, no matter what you were modelled, good, bad, or ugly. You get to decide what kind of parent you want to be and what kind of kids you want to produce. That's permission right there. Amen.
0: Can I add to that? Yeah, go ahead. Because I find that when we are struggling as parents, we slip into that passive mode of leadership in our family. When God has asked us to be, um, you know, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for, babe?
1: What are you talking about? Active. Oh, yeah.
0: Active. Because sometimes we get so frustrated with the... Condition of our home and what it looks like. And we can be blaming the kids and we can blame our spouse, but actually, God's called you to lead the home. And so, to be an active leader, to just condition the atmosphere of the home and how you do that is so important. Amen. And so, I just wanted to add that because Amen. sometimes we forget that we're in charge and right. God's given you wow. the foresight to maybe even get prophetic and to change the atmosphere of your home or the condition of your children by speaking something different. So, Good. So, so I add that in there. I, f- I
2: forget what we did one time, but Mom got so mad at us that she said that she didn't um that she wouldn't discipline us ever again. That's right. And then the twins started crying.
1: Yes. They pleaded
2: we're for like, discipline. We were used to like, no, we don't you Yeah. No, because
3: like it's usually that's not what she like is like. Right. And, and I just mean, like because like, like, like it scared me because She's like, like, we asked her if we could do something and she said, do whatever. And I'm but,
0: like, like the true. Kira slash the, mom would never do that. Kira slash mom. I tried the reverse psychology. Right. Yeah, it works.
1: Sometimes that works, people. But by the way, you're a team as well. If, if, you're, if you're fortunate enough to have both parents at home, then act like a team. Act like a team. Shut the door. Give each other a pep talk. You're in charge. You're the boss. You got it. Go get them, Tiger. Yep. And if you're, if
0: you're a Go single mom tall. or a single dad, yeah. you know, David encouraged himself in, in the, the Psalms.
1: Yes, I Get in this. your
0: prayer closet and you encourage yourself. And you got church family who Amen. you can call as well. Amen. And we will back you and pray for you.
1: Amen. Hey, V is for the Venetian factor. You got to love their mom. Love their mom. And husband, I mean, wives love your husbands. Model that in the family. How, how do you know that I love your mom?
2: You kiss oh. her oh. oh, oh, all right. the time. Yep. have. Hey, uh, yeah,
3: Thursday date, night. date nights. Yeah. And the nights on Bachelorette, yep. you go out to the store.
1: Bachelorette? What you do I do? You go to the
3: store, get dinner, get her chocolate, uh-huh. you get her her sweets, and you get you a tub you of mint bat. ice cream. You got her back. But I feel like, I, I just want to say this go. That I know. My mom's favorite candy. What? And it's chocolate, and since I know she loves chocolate so much, like Hold my mom is up. away preaching or something. Uh huh. Um, and dad misses mom so much. I pretend I'm her, and I'm like, ooh, chocolate.
1: <laughs> Plus, I got a revive lanyard, so they know.
3: <laughs>
1: they know. They know. <laughs> w. W is wow factor. Make sure you keep surprises coming in the home, amen? I'm just pretending like they're not playing because this is real good stuff and I want to make sure you go with the whole, whole kit, the whole toolkit today. But wow factor, make sure you keep surprises, spice things up, change things up, eat dinner outdoors, do something that keeps it spicy at home. Even though you're setting routine doesn't mean it can't be surprising and exciting, amen? X is for X factor. you got to know that God's anointing is on your kid and that He has actually placed you over their life to make sure that the anointing comes upon them. Lay hands on them. Pray with them. Don't just let them feed their mind mindlessly with things from TV. Make sure you're speaking into the life, the promises of God. Amen? Why, is, why wouldn't you want to speak into your family and shape your family? Why wouldn't you? The family that you have is the family you create. Amen? So why wouldn't you want to do this? And Z is zeal for God's house. I won't take one second to speak into this because I can't tell you how, how much that you're, you're going to be pushing uphill without the house of God. And I speak to parents all the time who, who are okay with bringing their families once a month to church. And, and I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how you can parent well that way. Because the truth is the consistency and the patterns that you set right now give permission for the excuses later on in life. Let me say that again. The patterns that you set right now will give excuses for later on in life. What I mean is if you prioritize sports and all kinds of things on Sundays and wonder why when they hit teenage years they don't want to go to the house of God anymore, because you established that early in life. I like what David says, for me and my house, We're going to serve the Lord. That's how it's going to be for everyone else. But for us, it's going to be serving the Lord. And it's difficult. This is not easy. I was speaking with a friend who, they they moved from Texas. They started coming to this church. And they said, in Texas, it's easy to go to church. Because there's nothing on Sundays except church. They try to get their kids into sport, but everything's on Sunday. So they had to make a decision. It's either sports or church. But what a better investment it was for the future. And I know your kid's going to be a prodigy. I know your kid is the best kid out there. They got the Encouragement Award five years in a row. But I got to tell you, nothing will build their life than the consistency of being in church every single week. Half your parenting is done, amen? Consistency. And I want to just mention this as we close. James chapter 3, verse 1, it says... Dear brothers and sisters not many of you should become teachers in the church for for we who teach will be judged more strictly verse 2 this is going to encourage you indeed we all make many mistakes for if we could control our tongues we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way you know i feel that what i want to encourage you today and i wanted to create this moment right at the end of this parenting panel where we could We could just encourage you that even though you may have made mistakes in parenting, even though your parents may have made mistakes, that you have an opportunity to have a fresh start from here. No matter what age your kids, maybe maybe you aren't kids, maybe the idea of how hard it would be and what you saw your parents go through have deterred you from even the idea of parenting. Well, I want to encourage you with the grace of God in your life, knowing that you will make mistakes. It's okay. You can bounce back. And if you allow grace for yourself, then you can still be the best parent that your kids could ever possibly have. Amen. So why don't we do something? Why don't we stand to our feet in every location? Come on, join me right now. Because I want to close with this. I want to close with this opportunity to maybe renew some things in your mind, some areas of your life that you've been, maybe held some shame. Maybe you've held some unforgiveness in your heart towards your parents. Maybe they've wronged you. Maybe, maybe the feelings you have are right because they did wrong by you. But that's only gonna hold you back, not them. And knowing that they're imperfect because they're people can allow you to have grace for them because you're gonna need grace as well, amen. But the grace you receive is the grace that you can give, and maybe in your parenting you've made some mistakes, maybe, maybe you're a single parent here, and it's tough. And you need some power of God. You need, some, you need some wisdom in this area of parenting. Whatever it is right now. And maybe you're not even parents and that's okay. But maybe you've got parents. So every one of us have got some area of parenting that we need the grace of God in our life right now. So why don't we just go ahead and do business with God. Why don't you hold your hands out like this. Every campus, every location. San Francisco, San Jose. Come on online right now. Let's hold our hands out as I pray this prayer. This prayer of forgiveness this prayer of release, and this prayer of empowerment right now.
0: We hope you were blessed by this message. If you have a story to share about what God has done in your life or what He's currently doing in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at mystory@vivechurch.org. For more information, for service times and locations, or to partner with us financially, visit us at vivechurch.org.